Hey guys, Ben Bloomley, we're back inside Vell. Now, if you've not heard about it, in Savannah, it's one of the hottest, the futuristic place of all of the working needs here in Savannah. And I'm here with the founder, Mo, and the CEO, full day operations, CEO of Vell. And so this is the flagship store in Savannah, our hometown. So Mo, I appreciate you allowing us to come in here, check this space out. I've been in here before, but to come back with you and just get a little deeper dive is really, you know, something I was looking forward to do. Yeah, Ben, you're welcome. Yeah. We love this place, we love being in Savannah. We think we're a perfect fit for Savannah. Every time I come in here, I see people working, people in pods, the booking system working, coffee being made, everything. Glad you're doing a service right now. <laughs> but it's really exciting to be in Savannah and we love it. All right, so with all the cities, right, that you could have created the flagship store, what was the reason that you chose Savannah? Well, a couple of reasons. Number one, you know, what's not to love about Savannah? Yeah. I came to Savannah, I went to one of the squares here, it was raining and I felt like I was in England. I was like, <laughs> I'm sold in Savannah. Savannah also has scale. It's a major population here, real good cross-section of um, socioeconomic diversity. Savannians are really edgy, they look forward, but this is a very classic city. We found the landlord we fell in love with, a really good unit product. And I live two hours south of Savannah, so the no project number one. Yeah. Logistically had, for you too. Was had it, to you know. very close. But then Savannah gave us the platform of then going to Charlotte, Charleston, Nashville. We just signed a deal with Amtrak Union Station wow. in Chicago. So we're one of those companies that said one city, one state at a time, and we're growing that way for the time. Right, so we'll get to that, because I, 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 I'm really interested to see the, the, the long-term growth and what your vision is for, for Vell. But talk to me about this space, because I think a lot of people know that you know, the shared workspace. It's, I'm looking at your, your team here making phenomenal cups of coffee. Like, but what is the unique thing about Vell that for so many people that don't know, have not walked inside, tell me what is the factors that make this place so, so special? Yeah, I mean, look, philosophically speaking, you have three places in life. Home is your number one, the office is your number two, and then the third place could be church, coffee shop, the park, your car. Over the last 10 years, the growth curve has been sociologically, the third place has become even more relevant. People have been working out of coffee shops yep. and flex spaces. Yeah, really all through COVID, I mean, yeah. Required, there are like 75 million freelancers in the US. That's the US, UK population. So we said to ourselves, where do they work? They work out of coffee shop. They want a pay-as-you-go model. They don't necessarily want a subscription. They want something snackable fast to be able to come and use it for an hour and leave. So we said, what is wrong with the coffee shop? What's not working in the coffee shop? And we said, let's build a differentiator. Yeah, because I've been to like, a, you know, just hate to say it, the Starbucks and things like that. It's just a very wide open, hard tables, no comfortable seating. No reason. Not really a place that I think that I would go. I would go maybe grab a coffee, but I don't think I would go and sit there for potentially an hour to three hours, right? So that was not happening. No, and then, you know, Starbucks doesn't have a reservation stack. Okay. 80% of Starbucks revenue is actually to go. Um, actually, I've been in Starbucks where they're covering the electrical points, so you don't sit there. Oh, they don't want them. Yeah, they don't want them to stay. <laughs> Whereas we've gone the other way. We've said, let's build a business model whereby 60, 70% of our people, of our revenues from the bar, the balances from the seats. Okay. And let's build ergonomics, the sciences of technology, lighting, air quality, all the senses that so, you build an experience. All right, so let's dive into that, right? So I'm standing here looking, and, and we'll get some shots of this too, but the lighting it's super warm. Like you just feel relaxed, literally just sitting in here. So what's, is there something special about the lighting that, that makes this maybe for eye sensitivity or whatever the case may be? Psychological safety. Okay. You know, to be able to reduce cortisol and relax the nervous system outside the home is very, very difficult. We live That's happening through the lighting. The lighting, exactly. Uh -huh. um, and also acoustics. 
You know, acoustics give you some sort of spatial safety, okay. but at the same time, they give you acoustic safety, which means you can come into a coffee shop, buy a drink, sit down. I don't know if you've met Iris yet, but you will in a second. Cool. And buy a cup of coffee for the check value of a coffee shop, which is, which is you know, $10, and, and get plugged in. So we started measuring things like pavement to laptop time. Can we get you from a pavement to a laptop activated with a drink in your hand in 60 seconds? The answer is yes. Stop. So from when I park, walk in, coffee, and then I'm starting. 60 seconds. That's, that's our quest. Okay. To get you up and running in 60 seconds. Wow. Starbucks doesn't do that. Well, what's it? Yeah, and I think that's the thing too, is when you talk about the quality of work is the time efficiency that we all look for. And I think there's too many distractions in today's world with social media and things like that. And I think the cool thing is you feel different when you walk in. When you come in here, you do feel more relaxed. Like, no, I kid you not, in the lighting, but like in this space, right? So these are, what do you, these, these spaces, these nest, are the nests, yeah, right? Nest, so I've got one yeah. of the coffees right here and Sky can get me. Yeah. So how do we, so if I come in, I just grab my So uh, let's say green tea. So I, what is this? So let's say if, you, if you're not a subscriber, okay. a regular person like me, yep. you come in, buy your drink, go and sit down. Iris, the robot, would have brought you a coffee. So far, okay. you've spent about $4 an hour for this one because you're not a subscriber. Okay. You bought a drink, you're in for about, I don't know, $11 for the hour. Yep. But they have all the med co mod comms, gravity blankets, best lighting. Best of all, you get your own Wi-Fi pipeline, so you can do banking transactions, you can be trading, you can do whatever. Each part has its own specific Wi-Fi. And it's, it's, it's 100 megabytes up, 100 megabytes down. In there, there are 500 megabytes up, 500 wow. megabytes down. And which means you can come in here and feel legitimate, which is something you don't feel in other coffee shops. One, one of the insidious things we've discovered through a lot of surveying is guilt and shame, which is something I felt. Like if I work out of a coffee shop, okay. I'm somehow less successful than my successful cousin who works out of Google. So I'm, I'm somehow less than him or her because I Because you just went to it. Yeah. And you don't have like an actual workspace. But yeah. we are giving people legitimacy here okay. because each one of those pods is like twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. When you go into one of those pods and- uh, Oh, no, you're fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's, uh, it's a really, uh, it's one of those novel places that- So we'll come over here, right? So this is one of the vacant pods. So outside of that right here, so what, what do you get with one of these? Well, number one, you, uh, you, get, you get 55 decibels. That's, scientists say that's think space. Um, sound is measured in decibels. Decibels double every 10 decibels. So the typical coffee shop is the sound of a highway. Once you go into one of those things, you get, um, you get amazing engineering, um, we got two, two monitors. And so this is this is actually my workstation. This is your okay. bit, bit missed. But bit these missed. are already here, right? So I can connect my laptop yeah, to it right. to the. You get your own okay. Wi-Fi. You get full control of the lighting, um, overhead quality, and you get a two-hour two dwell time in here of maximum comfort for ten dollars an hour. Okay. Um, and the way space is designed, Ben, you, you're in real estate. Yeah. You know what I mean. Space is designed for offices to be for four people, six people, eight people. Sure. And then you have to pay for people who didn't want to show up because you didn't, you just wanted it for one. Correct. But in, in here, we've created a microspace just for one person. Wow. Yeah. I love it. So if you don't book one of the privacy pods, right? That's right. If you don't book one here, can you come in and still just use one of the open spaces up front, exactly right? right? Okay. Exactly. So right. you don't have to specifically, okay. No. But even, I don't know if you've seen our phone testers, but we have phone soaps, we give away clean wipes, um, the air quality in here, we measure it. We kind of try to do it to like oxygen counts, um, remove pathogens, all these things. So it's actually, a, it's a real quest for us to deliver a workplace that's 
you know, optimal. I mean, is there anybody, I mean, that's the thing, right? So there's, there's, there's gotta be zero coffee shops out there right now that are looking at the optimal lighting and things like that, right? I think it's just providing good coffee service. I mean, I gotta believe this is the only space that I've ever been into where you were focusing on every level of operation, right? From the air quality, to hear someone talk about air quality inside a coffee shop is pretty insane to me. It is, yeah. and it makes a difference, you know? You, you go to a casino, that's why you wake at 2 o'clock yeah. in the morning because they're pumping oxygen in there. Okay. And you can actually nudge and usher user behavior on good design. Um, so you can make people feel positive or negative based on design, based on lighting, based on acoustics. One of the things, 10% of the US population are left-handed. We've got space for left-handed. My wife's left-handed, there you go. So, so <laughs> We have a space for left-handed people, okay. which means the actual table has to be on the other side yeah. uh, for them to be comfortable. And so we've done that, and designed for left-handed. And then we've really leaned into our menu yeah. of our F&B because ultimately we are a coffee shop and we said, what does, how do we infuse nootropics, optimization, adaptogens into a coffee menu that can, uh, that can help you kind of achieve your goal in the same way as the space can help you achieve your goal. So we, we hired mixologists, psychologists, behavioral wow. scientists to actually support us in our ingredients. Um, and in some of the concoctions. So talk about it, because I'm looking right now, it says fresh focus, right? Is that actually something, and if I come in and I'm optimizing the oxygen, the light levels, that fresh focus is actually going to allow me to focus better too? It like, does. Okay. It does. I mean, some of it, yeah. some of it is placebo, like okay. with anything else. Yeah. Like it's, it's subscription into an ideal, okay. right? But when, when some passai berries or mushroom or some yeah. of the other adaptogens we use, there's an, analogous efficacy use it in other drinks and in other industries and it, they've measured it, it has impact. Wow. Um, so yeah, so it, it, it does actually work. Well, I've had one of everything. The first time I came in here, I assure you that everything is phenomenal. The uniqueness, the taste of everything, the cider is one of my favorite ones. Um, it's just different. I think that's the cool thing about Bell that I've realized in such a short period of time. Not only the workspace, the community itself, but the, the drinks are so unique to me, and I think that's what allows you guys to stand out so much. Uh, no, no. Now, now let's go back, because we, we tapped into it a little bit, but talk about, since this is the flagship, this is Savannah, this is the base, talk about the growth and where you see Vell kind of going from here with what you've created in Savannah. You know, we, we discovered very, very quickly that landlords um, are very keen on us, um, because we've come, we are a coffee shop, we're also immunity, we add value to the tenants, we're very kind of, fiscally prof profitable, um, we're low labor, high margin. Um, Especially so if there are apartment complexes or around workspaces, yeah, that would like this space. I can see how the value add comes. So we've, we've, we've decided from Savannah, we decided to go to Charlotte. With one master lease, we're going to Charlotte, Nashville, and Charleston. And then about a year ago, we kind of decided, you know what, how can we really scale? How, be, yeah. how can we go into hyperscale? And we decided one way to do that is actually to be produced in factory. Um, reproduce the factory? To be produced at factory. Oh, okay. To produce a version of Val that doesn't require GCs, doesn't require MEP, okay. doesn't require anything else other than to show up in a container and be ethical in two days. So we did that. We found a partner in Michigan, Holland, that called Hayworth, okay. actually invested in us. And we're now, we've launched a secondary version of the product, which can sit in airports, train stations, hotels, malls, We've just done a deal with Amtrak. Wow. And we're going to Union Station, which means, and we can send we'll you- We'll be actually content. on the train or we'll be in the station In itself. the station okay. itself. So this thing can be produced 400 square feet. Now, let me show you, Ben, you're a real estate guy. From, 
from pod to door is about 600 square feet. Okay. They ignore the back of the house. Yeah. So we've replicated 400 square foot of this wow. to be produced at factory, offering three pods, five nest seats, and the open chairs, and a bar okay. in 400 square foot, a third of the capex, comes to market in 40 days, gets assembled in two wow. days. We were in South by Southwest, and from yeah. the bar, half of this 50 square foot bar, we were serving 85 drinks an hour. Eight, that's Starbucks territory. So with that, it means not only can we be in residential, we can almost be anywhere. Anywhere, in transport hubs. And it also means because we don't need any fees, we don't, we can take any space at any condition in any dimension, we can scale really quickly. Now, do you think the balance of that is maybe having some flagship like this, the real estate and a mix of it? Or do you maybe see Val going more towards the complete mobile? Right, because it seems like it's already been a pretty cool success, the desirability to go into Amtrak airports or whatever the case is. Do you see that shifting or do you think there will be continually a good healthy balance? Because I feel like looking around, seeing the people that are in here, I feel like I would still want to come into places like this in Savannah. That's right. So do you see that as a balance or? It's definitely a balance. Yeah. It's for us, it's, it's how can we solve this pain point of lack of flex workspace yeah. and lack of privacy in lots of different verticals. So it's not a be all and end all. What we solve in a train station, the dwell time in a train station is much is different to a dwell time in an airport, to a sure. dwell time yeah. in a hotel. We're solving for luggage in a train station, whereby we're not necessarily solving for luggage at Val here. Yeah. We, we may be solving for children in an airport, but we're not solving for children yeah. here. So we want to be able to solve in lots of different verticals at the same time and create the hybrid, um, whereby sure. you can be in a train station to have the go model and the brick and mortar married together. Yeah. Um, so um, we're, we're definitely exploring lots of different. Very cool. Yeah. It's awesome. It's so exciting. Well, Val, I, Val, I mean, no, I can't uh, thank you enough. And guys, please, if you have not checked out Val and Savannah, come down, give me a shout. I'll come join. I have a cup of coffee with you. If you need this workspace, come. You can do it online, right? You can do all the booking. That's free right. booking. Okay. That's right. You can pre-book, pre-book drinks, pre-book seats. Um, is that kind of what you would recommend too? I mean, ideally, if you need to, I'm guessing you could still come in, get with one of the staff and still book it. No, I, would, I would say first point of school, just come in. Yeah. And we're a coffee shop. We're transactional. You can yeah. just don't overthink it. Just come in. That's yeah. it. We're completely anonymous. Okay. You know, and come in, experience the place. And if, if you become a power user, become a subscriber, which is. And when you're saying subscriber, so that's, I want to make sure too. So you can either just use it as a coffee shop, come in as your leisure but also you can have a subscription to it, right? So if you live nearby, you live in the city and you want to have this really good workspace, you can subscribe? That's right, okay. Ten, $10 a month. And for that $10, you get some performance pricing, you get advanced booking, some other perks and benefits, Okay. but you really have to be spending, you know, four to six hours a week yeah. to say, at that point, it's worth it. Actually, the break even is, if I sell, I feel like that, yeah. six hours a month, Okay. but we find our subscribers coming two, three times a week with a dwell time of about 150 minutes. Okay. Um, and most other people come once. It really seems super affordable too, because we, we used, when we started our own South Carolina office, we actually used one of the big name, kind of like the we work, co-work yeah. spaces. Right. Right. And it's kind of funny, we, including Sky, who's actually doing the production here, we used to go over there. And I think we only used it two, three times, because the key about it was that there was nothing special, right? It was just this very cold, dark space that had a little Keurig coffee maker. <laughs> And they sold this idea of community and you would mix and share ideas. But like we would go over there and 
I think we kept it for maybe four or five months before we just terminated it because there was no value, right? There was no, you didn't feel good when you walked into the place, you felt cold. It was just like any other office space. And, um, and, here. and it was a lot more expensive, right? It was an, yeah, but it was just, that's the only way that I, when I first learned about you and Bell was, I was trying to relate it to something. I'm like, but it's so different. It's really not like the big box stores that we went over and work because it has nothing. There's no comparison. And don't get me wrong. I love WeWork. Yeah. I love I love co-working. I grew up in co-working. Yep. But to really maximize $350 a month, yep. you're going to have to be spending 40, 50 hours a month in there. Yeah. If you're spending yep. China, eight, yeah. 8 to 12 hours a month, which is a regular coffee shop user, then you're in that gap where you're overpaying for co-working. Yep. And uh, 100%. you should be going to a coffee shop. And you are, in fact, going to a coffee shop, except coffee shops are a bit clunky. Yeah. And you have to wait, and they're usually brown. And, and like you said, even the Starbucks don't want you in there anymore. No, they don't. <laughs> don't. So, so you're left with no choices, but to go to places like ours. Yeah. And we don't want to, you know, we're, we're two doors from another coffee shop, and we're a completely different customer segment. And um, for us, we say, if you were a camera, we would be the GoPro. Yeah. Um, do you take a GoPro to the wedding? No. You take your iPhone and you PSN. Correct. Yeah. But if you want to get on your surfboard or your mountain bike, yeah. you leave those behind. You take your GoPro. And for us, it's the same. When you're trying to perform, you come to Val. Cool. When you want a fancy or chat a frappuccino, maybe you go to Starbucks. Yeah. And the, the market is large enough. For I think it's a great way you put it, though. When you're looking to perform, though, I think that's the key, right? If you just want to go and just have a normal day and, and not feel special and not feel so productive, then go to those places. But if you really want to perform at a high level and you want to maximize a short maybe two, three hour window with no distractions, private booths, soundproof rooms like this, this is your space that you would want to come yeah. to. Yeah, so. and the same check value as everywhere else. Yeah. Which is really the yeah. Awesome. Hey guys, well, listen, Mo, I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, come check it out guys. If you've not in Savannah, let me know. I'll come with you, like I said, we'll come have a cup of coffee. But I'll come. Not, and Mo will come too. Um, but keep an eye out for all the other cities um, as they continue to grow. But please check out Bell Online or just like you said, walk in, have a, uh, a nice cup of coffee, come join some workspace. And uh, appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Mel. Take care, guys. See you.